We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Mile High Huddle Podcast. It's the gut reaction. I don't know what's going on right now. Like, it's it defies expectation. It defies all uh, semblance of reason and logic, Zach. But underneath... This guy's it is I, your host, Chad Jensen. With me, as always, Zach Kelberman. What the Sam Hill is going on, Zach? Like, dilly dilly, to quote uh, the Duchess, to the pit of misery. What's going on, dude? I don't even know what to say. What's worse than a world of suck? Because that's where the Broncos were a few years ago when Emmanuel Sanders said it. And they weren't allowing 70-point games to the Miami Dolphins and getting absolutely dog-walked. That was the most embarrassing defensive performance I have seen, and I think in recorded NFL history, um, what the Broncos put out there today. At some point, it's inevitable now, Chad, that that Sean Payton is going to have to come out and admit his failure with hiring Vance Joseph. Swallow his pride, admit he made a mistake. Mistakes happen, but this one cost the Broncos their season. It's inevitable if you want to fire him tomorrow, you want to fire him in December, he has to go because they are the reason, and almost him alone, that they are 0-3. This was embarrassing with a capital E. You cannot maintain even a shred of credibility um, if you if heads don't roll after this. I mean, it'd be one thing, Zach, if it was an kind of run-of-the-mill beginning to the season for Vance Joseph, and then they step on a, la- a-, a landmine that is this overwhelming Dolphins offense, right? You go, oh, man, still maybe you go, all right, hey, but dude, we're talking about 122 points given up in 12 quarters, 12 quarters. Like it defies any and all rationality and explanation. Like you cannot explain this away other than it's one of two things, maybe even both, utter and sheer incompetence on the part of Vance Joseph and or purposeful tactical I'm getting you back. That's what a lot of Broncos fans are wondering right now. Like, did he, is this his payback for, for, for handing him his walking papers after two years? I don't blame anybody for thinking that honestly, because it, there's no, there's, there's nothing out there to grasp onto Zach uh, that makes any sense right now. Like we're living in upside down world. Like, Hey, the last seven years were gnarls Barkley. It was not fun. It was gnarly. It was bad. It was harsh. 
But this, no, it cannot be. I'm sorry, Sean Payton. Look, you uh, crossed a Rubicon of sorts when you opted to kind of look like, try to look like you're the smartest kid in class by hiring back the guy that was the head coach here who was fired ignominiously three years prior. You Okay, cool, whatever. Uh, no, dude, that blew up in your face. It's now, it has officially torpedoed your season. This is where you go, all right, my bad. Like, just hurry and fall on that landmine right now. Jump on the grenade, take the explosion, get it over with, and move forward. Because guess what, Sean? If that 70 to whatever the Broncos scored today, 20 points, wasn't evident enough, like, you screwed up bad, dude. Like, it's over. Like, you got to stop right now. That's, if I mean, fire Vance Joseph. That was a huge mistake. And I hate saying that, Zach, because I'm not a guy that likes to st- sit up here on a microphone with tens of thousands of people that listen to the podcast and advocate for the firing of anybody. But this right. is beyond the pale, dude. Like, it's beyond the pale. It's a results-based business, and the results from what the Broncos have put in are simply not good enough. I don't know why this happened. I, I seem to fall short of subscribing to the theory that Vance is you know, suiciding his career to get back at the Broncos for two years. And holy cow, I'm going to stop talking. We have a Michaela Baum. Wow. Thank you, Michaela. Yes. Speechless. Yes, and I didn't uh, mean to cut you off there by no, flashing good. it out of the gate. She deserves it. Um, but the Duchess literally, when the stream went up, boom, she dropped this very massive 200 club super chat. Thank you, Thank Michaela. You, Michaela. Love you. Appreciate you. We're all in this together now, keeping ourselves, keeping each other sane, and and not completely uh, rocking back and forth in the corner, sucking our thumbs. And this is. This is what the community's for. This is what we're here for. Michaela, you're here for us. We love you. We appreciate you so much. She says, Well, VJ's head finally roll for this. We can't stop anyone. The most penalized team in the NFL, 70 points this week. Tua did not miss a pass until the middle of the third quarter. We let a quarterback making his second start beat us last week. Someone really needs to be accountable for it. Embarrassing. Exactly. Like even Zach, if Sean Payton is reluctant to admit a defeat on this and fire Vance Joseph, someone above him in the shot calling uh, uh, realm will will step in because there has to be a consequence beyond just the fact that you lost the game. Like it was so bad. The most points an NFL team has given up in a game since 1966. Goodbye. Sorry. It has to happen. Sean Payton, even if it means cutting off your nose, uh, a little bit like if you don't you'll that you'll you'll be spiting your face you got to do it i'm sorry bj hit the bricks and there's such an easy out for Peyton too they have christian parker on staff who's already in the accelerator program probably going to be a future dc somewhere why not accelerate that process and and make him the, the broncos coordinator he quite literally cannot be worse than vance <laughs> joseph nobody can he was always the wrong pick and uh I, I hate to say i told you so so many people are saying that now but we told you so about vance what i was going to say before michaela super and thank you so much again michaela as always i i admit the personnel is not ideal you know Simmons not being out there the injuries are starting to mount I get all that but these same players once again those who were on the field today that were with the Broncos last season they did not look this bad under Everett what happened today was the defensive players quit on their coaching staff namely Vance Joseph and when that happens you can't get him back and what's most shocking about that is it happened in week three we're still in september and you have the half of the team quitting because that coach is so incompetent the longer that sean payton goes and allows that cancer to metastasize it's going to fall on his shoulders 
Exactly. Like if not, if for no other reason, Sean, forget pride, forget all that. If for no other reason than just the good old fashioned uh, interest of self-preservation, you got to fire Vance Joseph. And I look, I understand right now, and we're going to grab Chris here. Uh, one second, Chris and everybody else. Thank you. We love you. Hang tight. But I understand it's a little bit of a pickle because there is no, in my opinion, Zach, obvious go-to guy to step in for him in terms of experience calling plays in the league on staff right now. There are a couple of young bright stars that could be something. I'm with you on that in terms of Christian Parker. There's Marcus Dixon. Um, but Sean Payton being the Mr. Innovator guy, Sean Payton being the guy who likes to kind of buck convention and try new things and all this, maybe he does pick up a phone and call Rex Ryan and says, hey, could you fix this in season? Could it be done? I'm floating it as just an idea, as a possibility. Something has to has to change because even once you fire Vance Joseph, once that head rolls, you're still not – it's not safe. It's not fixed. It's not – you just kind of like maybe got rid of the, the 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 biggest problem, so to speak, but it's still a lot of rebuilding that has to be done on the fly while you're facing opponents week in and week out in games that count. Chris, love you, bro. Appreciate you, you so Chris. much. Wow. Uh, total points scored. Usually, in the case of Chris, his game day gut reaction super chats are always symbolic. Usually, Zach, though, it's of the number of points the Broncos scored. In this one, he's just going for the total. Total points scored in this game. And Chris, we love you, bro. He says, wow, just wow. And hopefully we get to see you in October in uh, about, I don't know, a month's time from now. Uh, it would be great, great to see you again, my dog. But thank you so much, Chris. Love you. Appreciate you. Um, you're, you're Hopefully we're the solace in the storm for you guys because that's what you are for us right now. It's like trying to figure out how to make sense of this for you and with you. It's not easy right now, guys. It's inexplicable. Listen, we all know it's way more fun to be there live for Denver Broncos football. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the Denver Broncos and the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat with a wide selection of tickets available for every game. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. And you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors, that beautiful orange and blue. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Denver Bronx. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Shad, and th- thank you so much, Chris. First and foremost, it's absolutely incredible. You, you Maybe we're not on the Christian Parker bandwagon the same if you want someone with experience. Well, they do have Greg Minuski on staff. I had to look that up and verify that. He has true. calling experience. So That's true. There's multiple avenues that Sean Payton could explore if they move on from VJ, as we both think they should. Here's the thing, though. VJ is Sean Payton's scapegoat, his, his built-in scapegoat. I mean, he's going to use him when the wheels truly fall off to say, it wasn't me, move on from him, get my own guy in the building. So does he want to play that card that soon? It's only week three. Does he want to lose his scapegoat? And then what if the defense doesn't improve? What if they keep losing games because of that side of the ball? Then the finger pointing becomes more so on Sean Payton. Tough situation to be in, but he wouldn't have been in this situation if he didn't rehire Vance Joseph. Terrible, terrible decision. And we all saw this coming, Chad. And again, trying to be the smartest kid in the class, you know, like, uh, I just, I should, I should have recognized that for the terrible omen that it was. Um, but still, even then, Zach, things have been bad with Vance Joseph at times throughout his defensive coordinator career. Even in Arizona, two years, first two years, just outside of the top 10 in one season, 13th in the other one. And then that's followed by two like bottom third rankings, not like anything that would lead you to believe worst of all time, worst of all time. But even still, Zach, if you're going to bring a guy back to be your defensive coordinator who used to coach here, who used to be the head coach, like he better be the best guy, not just like, oh, let's try and make sense of it. But all that bad juju that comes with bringing a guy back who a lot of people viewed as being responsible for torpedoing, you know, the he was the impetus for this de-evolution Zach from Super Bowl 50 triumph into the pit of misery like it was his regime that ushered that in if you're going to bring him back you got to have a really 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 good reason beyond just uh you know like we think he's the best guy uh amongst the three or four people we talked to no like Vic Fangio even you bring him back you go okay at least you know he is considered and widely believed to be you look at his coaching tree one of the best defensive minds of the last 25, 30 years in the NFL, no one has ever said that about about Vance Joseph. Erwin, thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Uh, we're going to have to rapid fire a lot of these supers. We're going to give everybody as much of your time as possible. So don't don't get me wrong here, but they're stacking up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna zip it. Erwin, VJ needs to get fired. He shouldn't be allowed to get on the plane at all. The defense looks horrible. Offense looks lost in the second half. Where is the coaching? It looks like another lost season. When's it going to change? Yeah, I don't know what to explain. Look, I'll tell you this. One thing, Zach, and I don't want to make this the story of today's podcast, but – and I was talking to an old friend of ours, Jake Marsing, today in a text, and he uh, disagrees with me on this for what it's worth. But I think that if you had even an average defense right now, even an average defense, this would have been a loss either way. But if you had even an average defense, we'd be talking – this season already just through three games would have a completely different complexion because – I think there's enough good things happening in terms of improvements with the offense that you are a competitive, competitively viable team. Not with this defense, though. Like, Russ does look better. Russ is improved. 
Not everybody is is rising to that same level in terms of improvement. Like Cortland Sutton, two lost fumbles in yeah. one game. He Can't went happen. into this game, Zach, with two career fumbles. Yeah. This isn't like a normal thing for, for Cortland. Doubles his career total in one game. But still, I'm digressing a little. I think it's okay. They're good enough offensively now. Sean Payton with the coaching, getting back to what Irwin's saying here, where is the coaching? It's enough there to make you viable in each and every one of these games. But the defense is you can't win with it, can't coach with it, can't do it. I can't quote Mike Singletary that the best, but you know what I'm saying. Zach. Yeah, but I kind of have a question for you. If they had a better defense, as you proposed, would it be an automatic loss? You know, I, I look at week two, and I, I look at what the Patriots did, Bill Belichick, but their talent level I don't think is, is otherworldly. They held the Dolphins, and I use held lightly because that's what the Dolphins' offense is so explosive, held them to 24 points. It was 24 mm-hmm. 17 last week. That's not 70. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 a lot to allow to an opponent. So I do kind of still feel if they had anybody else, it probably would have been a loss. The Broncos never play well in Miami, early afternoon game, and the Miami offense is incredible. Not to take anything away from them, but if they had a little better coordination coaching on that side of the ball maybe it's a closer game Chad maybe the defense doesn't automatically put the Broncos offense in a hole from which they can never recover most teams couldn't get out of that hole not just Denver and I get it though there I mean there are enough questions to absolutely lay at the feet of Sean Payton beyond just the fact that he chose to hire VJ thus he is responsible for this like even in game like I'm not trying to make uh absolve Sean Payton of anything I hope you guys understand that because even uh, the first possession, why didn't you challenge that Cortland Sutton incompletion? That should, like, yeah. if okay, maybe it, it gets upheld as an incompletion, but it was close enough. Like, even the announcers are like, that looks like a catch. I wonder why Coach isn't, isn't challenging this. Why didn't you challenge it? Was it because you were so paranoid about holding on to your timeouts because of the last two weeks in the second quarter? You ended up having to use more than you wanted to, so you're like, oh, I don't want that to happen again if I lose – I don't know, whatever the calculus was, that was one example, Zach, and it really did affect momentum. Now, it probably wouldn't have made a difference, to be honest with you. Even if the Broncos go down on their opening possession and score a touchdown instead of going three and out, uh, they scored a touchdown on their second possession. So now they're 14, eventually Sutton fumbles, and then you know all hope of keeping up with the Dolphins is gone. That defense, you couldn't even call it a turnstile. Zach, because at least for a turnstile, you have to slow down long enough to kind of like pass through it. No, no, no. This was just like lay down, roll over us. And to see even team mavens like Patrick Sertan quite clearly giving up the ghost, inexcusable. Like Sean Payton, this is a cancerous situation. If you do not act now, oh, man, it could. we think we've seen the worst it could possibly be. If you don't act now, we ain't seen nothing yet. They haven't even played Kansas City. I mean, that's coming up in a few weeks. Can you imagine if Tua can do this, what Patrick Mahomes is going to do? And it's true. The longer that he waits, the more it kind of falls on Sean Payton and and kind of makes people more of the spotlight on the fact that he's the one who chose him. Some are blaming, obviously, uh, Vance for the loss. Others are blaming Russell Wilson. Others are blaming George Payton. And I'm a big Sean Payton guy. Still think he's done a lot more good than bad. But his biggest mistake is the one that torpedoed the Broncos season. And that was the rehiring of the guy that the Broncos previously fired. I, I makes no sense to me. Scipio, thank you for the super. We uh, are in agreement, my dog. Vance Joseph needs to go, and nobody better blame this loss on injuries. You can't blame this one on injuries. 
They could have had Van, they could have had, pardon me, uh, Justin Simmons. They could have had Frank Clark. Josie Jewell doesn't leave the game. You're still getting trucked uh, because it's it's a it's a X's and O's thing. It's a scheme thing. It's an accountability thing. It's all of these intangible factors that competent coaching is supposed to solve and and control and command out the window because the coach responsible for those things on defense is utterly he's either utterly incompetent or he's got an agenda either way can't hang dude gotta go goodbye fa thank you bro appreciate your your generosity and support as always does have a great show guys i got nothing i'm gonna pretend this game never happened burn the tape lol i'm so mad it's funny hello i know dude like i'm i honestly felt myself as i'm setting up the stream and everything i'm like all right title for this one okay you know all this all the little like mechanical things that have to be done just to just schedule a stream let alone write an article i found myself in almost that like this fugue state of like unreality i'm like what is going on right now this is so bizarre like i don't even know what i'm writing here because it doesn't seem real and yet it is it doesn't register because how often have you i think it's the fourth 70 point performance in since 1960 something in nfl history i mean you really can't no 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 let me let me let me me break this down for you it's the most defensive points given up ever since 1966 and it would have been the actual record ever gotcha. if Mike McDaniel were Josh McDaniels, which he's not. He showed some class at the end. He could have kicked that field goal and gotten the record because the all-time yeah. record is 72 points. A field goal there would have given uh, Miami 73 in the record for probably all time. But he decided, I'm not going to do that to my childhood team. I'm not going to do that to Sean Payton. We're going to kneel on it and just take you know the victory and just kind of the fact that most points ever since 1966. We'll, we'll live with that. And regardless, you just can't comprehend it. You, your brain can't process the fact that the Broncos were that bad. Most of us expected them to get, you know, defeated handily. Most of us expected the Dolphins offense to put up some points, but 70, it's like a college score. It's like the Hurricanes and, and the the old Buffaloes teams, not the new school Deion Sanders teams. But at some point as well, fans, including, you know, myself, analysts, media podcasters, you're so numb to what's gone on in Broncos country over the course of the last seven years that, you know what? They lost a game 70 to 20. They lost, they allowed a defense to put up or an offense to put up that many points. Sounds like the Broncos, Chad. It's it's that's something that's the unfortunate reality of where this franchise is. It sounds like the Broncos. I believe it. Make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL part of your game day. Order online during our Pizza Pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before kickoff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, the Lady D, thank you. So generous. We love you. She says, DJ needs to be fired immediately. This is worse than last year. Unbelievable. The Penner Group needs to hold VJ accountable. So disappointing. MHH for life. Yeah. So here's the uncomfortable truth is yes, that it goes without saying, VJ. Uh, Sorry, you got to go. How do you hold Sean Payton accountable? Because, again, it's easy for us right now, Zach, to go, damn Vance Joseph to heck. You know, this is re- and for sure. But who hired him? It was Sean Payton. Why was he hired? Because I want to be the smartest, coolest kid that cuts, goes against the grain, and I'm a punk rocker, and, like, I, you know, uh, I'm the cat that, that's got the canary. Like, I, I'm smarter than everybody else. Backfire. Blew up. So Sean Payton owns this, guys. Let's not let's make no mistake here. The embarrassment of today, owned and operated by none other than Sean Payton. Like if you were to find Zach the mortgage papers on today, it would be signed by Sean Payton. He owns it. This is a Sean Payton thing. Now, what do you do from here? I think there's some great options, or, or at least some some viable options. Goodbye, VJ. As you mentioned, Zach, I'm glad you did. Thank you, Greg Minuski, who coaches linebackers. Guess what? Defensive coordinator for the Niners, 07 through 10 under Singletary. Uh, defense coordinator for the Chargers in 2011. The Colts for four years after that. Then position coach, position coach for Washington. Uh, commanders, before they were called commanders, uh, for three years. And then he's he's been a position coach the last few years. But he does at least, Zach, have experience calling plays. Now, maybe if you're Sean Payton and you've just fired Vance Joseph, Maybe you want to err on the the a rising star like uh, Christian Parker, mm-hmm. but I'm also thinking, man, I can't really afford to be too much to roll the dice on anything else right now. Like I need right. someone who actually knows how to call plays. It can feasibly fix this thing. There is a plausible veteran guy on staff, thankfully, who could, but it wouldn't even surprise me, Zach, if they tried to find someone. It would be like unprecedented coming in from out of team to come in. Hey. Here's the scheme. Figure out how to change the verbiage around, and let's just get the let's get the Rex Ryan energy into this thing. We need it. Unprecedented, like pulling Jerry Rossberg out of retirement to help out the, the Broncos, or hiring a coach, John Fiora, whatever his name was, to a coach to coach the coaches. <laughs> you know, this is what I'm talking about. Sounds like the Broncos, Chad. They've been oh, through this much I'm in the last back. seven years. That the I Dolphins, can't take. The Dolphins scored seventy. Sounds like the Broncos. No, nah, but. <laughs> He's going back. Yeah, that's 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 the perpetual world of suck outfit right there. Um, here's the thing, though. Here's what you have to start considering. The Broncos are 0 three historically proves that they're not going to make the playoffs. It's once again looking like a playoff this season. If you're Sean Payton, do you start now playing the long game? And if you do, you start thinking about draft positioning or quarterbacks and not putting anything out there. But if you go along that wavelength, do you keep VJ around? If does it doesn't ensure you that you're going to be where you want to be at the end of the year to get to the pick that you want or the player that you want. And if you if he waits to fire VJ, he's going to get his criticism, Sean Payton, as he should. But does he really care? He's in the first year of an 18 
million dollar per year contract. He knows he's not going anywhere. His job security is 100%. So he can afford to do what he wants right now, knowing he's on full scholarship. I also forgot about Joe Vitt. Uh, hmm. But Joe Vitt never really been a coordinator. Okay, so forget what I just said. Um, but still, 42 years of defensive experience. Snarky, appreciate you. Uh, pick dump. Even Sertan, this won't be fixed in three years. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, after today, you you got to really start kind of thinking, is this about developing young guys now and and tanking, so to speak? Not necessarily saying we're trying to get the first overall pick, but is it time to say this Russ thing, we gave it an honest effort. Um, we're going to kind of angle for a complete and total and utter rebuild starting in year two of the Sean Payton era. These are the kind of conversations that are going to unfortunately have to be had now uh, yeah. because it's so bad. I mean, 0-3, hard enough. I'll pull it up. Eric Trickle did some research on this. Uh, what your options are, or I should say what your odds are as an 0-3 team. Reggie, thank you, buddy. He says he he could, he shouldn't even get on the plane back. I feel you on that. Wero, what's up, bro? He says bench everyone except Wilson and Mims as a statement. Um I feel you. I understand what you're trying to say, but then you're just adding insult to injury to insult, so to speak, in the sense that you're just going to continue to to burn. You know, not, none of those guys, if they're on the field, guess what? All those guys that were getting just whooped today, Zach, according to the Broncos, those are their best players. That's why they were on the field. Yeah. How terrifying is that? Gina, what's up? Great to see you. Thank you for very much for the super. She says, our defense looked like a peewee marshmallow squad out there. Absolutely just embarrassing, period. VJ's got to go. That's a no-brainer. Daniel says, that was like a Madden game, dude. Shake my head. Uh, one or two more. That was embarrassing, says Spartan. Someone needs to be fired. Uh, Robert Otteson, my family has owned Broncos season tickets since 1967. This is the most embarrassing defensive performance ever. Wow. Fire this clown now, Zach love from Nevada. I, it's crazy how you pulled that comment talking about Madden. I didn't tweet it. It was in my drafts. I thought better of it, but it's it's appropriate in hindsight. It was like practice mode in Madden, watching what Tua was doing against the Broncos defense. I mean, the, the epitome of pitch and catch. You throw it and I'll catch it and we move the chains. It was way too easy, laughably easy for the Dolphins. And uh, it was an early indicator of how today was going to go. Absolutely brutal. Let's see what Naj says. Let's see what Naj says. We we always uh, respect Naj's insights on everything. And thank you, bro. So generous. He says, Naj does. Hey, brothers, this one doesn't even hurt. That's how comically embarrassing that was. As professionals and men, everyone on that team will feel this. The owners paid for this. It's worse than last year. Peyton talked a lot and is getting that karma. It's an interesting point. It's one thing, Zach. <clears throat> To, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the cool kid. I'm gonna cut a Kansas convention. I'm gonna hire Vance Joseph. Then he talks all that smack on Hackett, right? Who at least Hackett didn't start 0 3. Peyton, he didn't start 0 3. He didn't have Vance. Um, exactly. Um, not only all that smack talk there, but then all the stuff he's been saying about Russ and the press and stuff, which you know we've talked about in real time as it's come up that you know these are things he's said to Russ personally too. So it's not like he's airing things in the press that he hasn't or won't, wouldn't say to Russ, but still the point is the salient one. P Peyton has talked a lot without producing and that karma, that bill it's coming due, I guess. 
Yeah, I don't know. And Naj, I agree with everything else that you said. And thank you so much for your generosity. I don't know that it's karma, though, because he's done a good job with Russell Wilson for the most part. The offense has looked improved. So he's backed up his talk um, uh, on that side of the ball. The talk in general was that his offense is not going to look like Nathaniel Hackett's. The Broncos will be a better team. Well, yeah, hiring VJ was the reason why um, they're not a better team. But karma... I stopped short by subscribing to that, but he did put the spotlight on himself. That's what happens anytime you open your mouth. When you make big declarative statements like that, you put the spotlight on you. And if your team starts winning after making those statements, you look like a, a freaking hero. If your team starts losing, you look like an idiot that's getting his karma. That's the way it is, and that's what Peyton is uh, going through right now. Naj, still, we're going to make the most of it. Still, this season, we're looking forward to seeing you at the meet and greet again. We'll get through this together, gang. We'll get this, uh, get through this as a unit, as a community. The Duchess with a number two super chat tonight. You, Love you, Michaela. She says, if you don't fire VJ, you're sending a clear message that this type of performance is acceptable. I don't care who replaces him. Hell, Penner, uh, uh, offer what he wants. I th oh, offer Rex, Penner, hell, offer Penner. Uh, let me start over. Hell, Penner, offer Rex what he wants. Not ideal, Zach, because you're saying, you know, because there's all those reps and practices in the offseason where a new defense gets installed, all the nomenclature gets memorized. Like, it would be a tricky on-the-fly kind of thing. Um, but, and Rex might be like, after he's seen three games, he might be like, oh, yeah, miss, exactly. miss me. <laughs> uh, but still, you got to do something if you want to have even a, a – a puncher's chance at making this a plausible season. Otherwise, it's hey, gang, let's just all buckle in for a tank for for number one over pick uh, overall pick, Caleb Williams. I think at this point, Rex is thinking to himself, you know, I'm I'm justified in the comments that I made. I also have a a very sweet, easy analyst gig at ESPN. I don't work nearly the same hours. I don't have to get involved in the the narrative and the mess that is the Broncos. So he'll be chirping from the outside, but I don't see a way at this point. He has talk about sour grapes and holding a grudge. Passing up Rex to hire VJ is not going to be forgotten by the former anytime soon. David McElrath, the Papa Bear in the house. So good to see you today. Even these crappy uh under these crappy circumstances he says good afternoon vance joseph has been embarrassing yes he is and has and etc but he's still holding on to a hashtag 10 and 7 so you'd have to go uh 10 and 3 from here on out like man that would be a miracle that'd be a miracle but here's to hoping big dog mhh for life buckham times three denver broncos for life really appreciate you my friend thank you so much uh david Brad saying 70 points, 700 plus yards of offense. Russ looked okay. The defense is completely trashed. Injuries and BJ killed it. And of course, two horrendous fumbles uh, by Cortland Sutton. Let me just read something to you real quick, real quick on the whole notion of, and I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade because you guys know how we feel about being optimists and the glass half full and all that. I mean, I even tried to will this, Zach, into a win by making a wildly uh, a wildly optimistic prediction in the uh, Mile High Roundtable that the Broncos would find a way, make a way, and win this one. Ha, ha, ha. Well, 0-3, what are the chances? Let me read this from Eric Trickle. Russell Wilson, quote, has never started a season 0-3. That was before this. Now he has. Sean Payton has on three different occasions, all right, as a head coach. In each instance where a Payton team started 
0-3. That team ended with a 7-9 record. Both Wilson and Peyton have gone 0-2 to start a season before, with Wilson, uh, Wilson ending both campaigns 10-6 with the playoff spot. As for Peyton, there have been five seasons where he started 0-2, ending at 7-9 in four of them, and 11-5 in the fifth. Last thing here, dating back to 2007, Zach, only 12 of 107 teams who have started uh, have, who started 0-2 have made the playoffs. Okay, that was 0-2. As for 0-3 teams, there have only been six teams since 1979 to make the playoffs after starting off 0-3. 2018 Houston Texans, Zach, being the most recent. So that's kind of context for just how improbable it is uh, from here on out to make it a, a, a playoff-relevant season. I just want to piggyback off what Alex Singleton told reporters after the game today. It's two words. We sucked. Enough said. Broncos just they weren't good enough and you know if any remaining hope existed before this game it has to be squashed now this is not a playoff team as much as some of us including myself wanted to believe and uh, it's a fool's errand thinking otherwise jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it blue nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price go to blue and experience the convenience of shopping blue nile the original online jeweler since 1999 that's blue to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion blue this episode is supported by fx's clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Dave from Georgia. What's up, brother? He says, echoing a lot of folks here. I was leery about BJ to begin with, but dang, Pat Bowen has got to be rolling over in his grave. I still don't condone tanking. Uh, I feel you on that. Um, C join in the house. Thank you. Welcome. The when the Cardinals defense got better with worse personnel after he left, talking about <laughs> BJ. You know he's a problem. I've seen live leak videos. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, harsh, harsh. Uh, Gina, again, thank you. She says, uh, Kubiak, Shanahan, Fox, and Fangio, hell, even, okay, Kubiak, Shanahan, Fox, Fangio, hell, even I puke thinking about it and saying saying it, but even Josh McDaniels wasn't this bad when coordinating with our defensive coaches, but VJ, oof, ah. You know, uh, McDaniels started with Mike Nolan as his coordinator. It didn't turn out well. Uh, after a hot start, didn't turn out well and Nolan ended up being kind of a, a scapegoat and eventually Josh McDaniels got his uh you know his karma came due but yes this is bad Zach this is just I mean it, it defies explanation Vance Joseph has the distinction of being one of the few in two separate stints uh, teams one of the worst teams head coaches of all time and one of if not the worst defensive coordinator of all time 
I don't understand, and not to take a shot at anybody else, but how anyone was simply just leery of VJ coming back or a bit apprehensive. We saw his body of work for two years in Denver. We saw it before he got to Denver and Miami when they were, I think, 28th or whatever. We saw it in Arizona when he mismanaged all that talent, and they fell to the bottom of the ranks as well there. To even consider bringing him back is laughable. The fact that they did, I still I, I can't grasp what actually went through Sean Payton's mind other than he said to himself, you know what? I'm smart enough. I can fix him. No, Sean, you couldn't. I'll tell you my own thinking on it. And you guys, a lot of you will remember this, but I'll real quick rehash and then we'll grab money. I thought, I thought, no, no, this is not good. Who, why are you bringing back VJ? Well, it is Sean Payton. You know, he is smart. He's competent. We know this dude's track record. Like I'm going to trust in that. I'm not trusting in VJ, but I'm going to trust it that Sean knows what he's doing on this. And unfortunately, misguided, misguided rationale. Like it was that that gut feeling. You know, there's I learned this from a mentor. If you go with your gut on, uh, you know, your gut feel on things, nine times out of ten, you're gonna be right. Every once in a while, you'll get something wrong, but nine times out of ten, you're gonna be right. And I'll tell you, having been on the planet for nearly 44 years, it's mostly true. Money more. Thank you. I don't see how the knee at the end was classy or respectful. If anything, it just shows me that we're not being taken seriously. Uh, what are you talking about, dude? How? What do you mean? The fact that he took the knee instead of taking the, the record, that wasn't classy? That wasn't respectful? It, it, it's you're, you're thinking that it's more that we're not being taken. If, if they weren't being taken seriously, they would have kicked the field goal. Like the rationale of that is to kick the field goal because we don't take you seriously. We're like we're no, no, no. He's he's genuflecting to the Denver Broncos, who you know he had a lot of history with as a, a growing up in the area, ball boy, Shanahan intern, all that stuff, dude. Like he's got love and respect. You could argue that he could have dialed it back sooner, Zach. But like when the Broncos' defense are just laying down and letting like an average fourth quarter rush go for a 67 yard touchdown. Like what's McDaniel going to do? He's like, if they're not going to tackle him, I mean, you can, you can complain about the deep shot to, uh, to uh, Robbie Anderson or whatever chosen Anderson. You Okay. Whatever. But like that was done strictly money more love. You appreciate you, but I don't understand what you're trying to say here. Mike McDaniel did not kick that field goal for one reason, only period. End of story mercy respect uh that's it like i'm not gonna i'm not going to get the record at the expense of my team imagine money more if you were the head coach of the dolphins and your team is the broncos and you just trucked them and you've already set a bunch of team records and all that and you have a chance to get the record ever like this sacrosanct record but it's at the expense of your team that you love and you grew up with their posters on your walls and blah, blah, blah. are you kicking the field goal really ask yourself that yeah, I agree with what you said, Chad. Um, I don't, I, I don't know anything more short of a running clock that Mike McDaniel could have employed out there to hurry up the game or get it over with. It's not his fault, like you were talking about. A back, he pulled his starters, and the backups come in. The backups pop off for a a fifty something yard, sixty yard touchdown. I mean, what more can he can do? At some point, you just got to stop the other team. But that's also my other point here. You say that they're not being taken seriously. The Broncos don't deserve to be taken seriously. You go out there and have a performance like that. You allow 70 points.
offense. You just sleepwalk through the game on defense. You come into that game with one of the worst defenses already. The Miami Dolphins had no reason to even respect the Broncos. So instead of pointing fingers at them, it's time to look in the mirror as to how bad the Broncos really are. They deserve that trouncing. Yeah, I think really what Money's trying to say is he, he recoils at the pity. The fact that Mike McDaniel is taking pity on the Broncos. Like it's you don't like it win the game. Exactly. Exactly. Kendrick, bro. Thank you. Let's see what he has to say. Guys, wow. Here we are once again on the side of disappointment. I really hate this for Broncos country. And now here we are already looking toward next season uh fixes instead of this season competing. I know it's uh it's uh upside down. Here we go again. It's that whole thing, man. And at this point. We have no choice as a fan base. We have no choice as media covering it, but to go, okay, yeah, I guess it really is a here we go again situation. And oh my gosh, it could actually be worse. What? Okay, well, we felt that before. We felt that before. You're not thinking it could have gotten worse after Vic Fangio when you got a bona fide franchise quarterback and this hot, up and coming young offensive coach. Turns out it can get worse. Whoa. And here we go doubling down again. It's It really is bizarre, but we're all. This is the lay of the land now. We got to lean into it. It is what it is. Woofy, thank you, bud. Who's at fault today? A little bit of everyone, but still mostly VJ. Uh, Kyle Evans says, it's so embarrassing. The team's Facebook page can't even post the uh, loss. VJ has to go. Think Wade Phillips would come back. Yeah, I don't know. I he's, tried. He's been doing the uh, – yeah, you got you you guys you follow each other on uh, on Twitter – He's doing the XFL thing. I don't know. I mean, you got to come up with something creative unless you're st seriously now just going, Sean Payton, you're going, hey, to the Penners, hey, we're tanking it. We're starting over next year. Trust in me. Let's go. Yeah, I tweeted the other day. I said, uh, we miss you, uh, Wade Phillips, signed Broncos country. And he responded to that and said, uh, you know, thanks. I always love Broncos country and uh, was very appreciative of this, you know, the responses that he got. But I immediately said, so about coming back, dot, dot, dot. And I haven't gotten a reply back from that. So we have to, uh, you know, the, the Rex Ryan ship, I think, is sailed. The Wade Phillips ship is sailed. And Unfortunately, like Chad was talking about, this is the current reality. This is the lay of the land. The Broncos are 0-3, and their coordinator, for the time being anyway, is Vance Desmond Joseph. Naj, number two, top rope super chat Thank tonight. You, wow. Love you, bro. As fans, he says, we knew the D-line was suspect, but wow. <clears throat> the lack of will to tackle is glaring. Coaching has to do something because the buck stops with him. The lack of preparedness, passion, Coaching. desire, Coaching. all on him. Last year, these same players played hard. Yeah. That's the thing is, right now, the immediate wrath is on VJ. But it's Peyton hired him, guys, against probably a lot of advice that said not to. Like, think about this. All the fans and, and many in media going, I don't know about this, Peyton. Imagine what the actual people in his circle and people he, like, trusts or has a say in what happened. Imagine what they were probably saying. And he's like, no, 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 trust me on this. We're going to do it, blah, blah, blah. And so you got, it's at the end of the day, amen. The buck stops with Peyton. And just the, the lack of tackling, the inability to wrap up and show fundamental technique and discipline and intensity on a snap-to-snap -snap basis, like it's utterly embarrassing. It's a complete joke. And I'm sorry that Alex Singleton added to the whole um, – you know, zeitgeist of world of suck today, but it's the truth, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, 
again, it gives me no pleasure being right or gloating and saying, told you so. But if we got on here and after the preseason games and I said, you know what, Chad, the defense, the tackling is really suspect. A lot of arm tackles, a lot of uh, lack of effort, and it's carried over into the regular season. And like Naj was making the same point I've been making, these same players, the very same ones you saw on the field today, that were healthy, were playing lights out under Ajiro Evero in a different system under a different coaching staff. Rex or uh, VJ came in and immediately everything went to crap. If it's not just one player or two players, it's not just a coincidence. It's a trend, and the common denominator is the coaching or lack thereof. Tom, bro, says sad day. Embarrassed to wear the orange today. Vance has got to go. Doesn't matter who replaces him. <laughs> Uh, an elderly um, octogenarian could do a better job. Yeah, maybe, dude. Maybe yeah. on that front. Uh, appreciate you, Tom. Mike, on Facebook, the talk was the defense is fine. We just needed to fix the offense. Yeah. Yeah, that was the talk, bro. Oh, oh, how we uh, how we missed the mark on that. Justin, do you think players are going to be on the move this week or next? If so, who goes first? Um Really curious to see at this point, Zach, I am so still kind of like slobber knockered stunned over what yeah. happened today and just kind of how it changes the complexion and all that, all the, how it changes and what it changes is still for me uh, in the buffering process. I, I don't know yet. I think it'll, we'll know based on does VJ get fired. If VJ gets fired, I think that is Sean Payton showing not only that, Hey, here's some accountability, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm gonna still try and make an effort at this being a winning season. If he if he doesn't, if he holds on to him, I mean, Zach, think about all those games where we're like, no, this is the one where Vic Fangio fires Pat Shermer, and it just wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. Now, none of them were as historically uh, distinguishing as today. So Sean Payton does have. It's very rare. I don't know if it's ever happened. I someone might want to look this up, but. The last time a, de a defensive coordinator was fired three games into a season, let alone three games into his first season as defensive coordinator. So if you're going to do that, you got to have a dang good reason. Sean Payton's got it. He got he, his team gave up the most points since 1966. And really, let's face it, they gave up the most points ever. It was only by virtue of Mike McDaniel's class and pity upon the Broncos that it wasn't the all-time record. So we'll I think we'll kind of know maybe a little bit more of the answer to this after we see if anything changes on the staff. Yeah, agreed. And uh, there's only one more team in the NFL currently more dysfunctional than Denver, and that would be the Chicago Bears. And the Chicago Bears play the Broncos next Sunday. So if Sean Payton's looking for a, I don't even know if you can call it a get-right game, whatever, an easier opponent than the Miami Dolphins where you can maybe get your first win, I, I think he's kind of uh, setting his sights on that. So in my roundabout way, Justin, I feel like, Nothing's going to happen this week. Chad's right. It's it's dependent on on a VJ in that situation. But midseason, though, if they are, are continuing where they're trending, if they end up where we think they're going to end up, I mean, Simmons, Bowles, Sutton, these are all legitimate trade candidates for the Broncos. Uh, oh, boy, Josh, the chaos man. Took the 60 bus down to Booze Town because the Broncos gave up 70 points. That's the best I can do for you today. The spirit of what you're trying to say, though, you know I appreciate that. Oi, boy. Hashtag rancid. Uh, Doug Smith, what's up, bro? Thank you for the super. He says, I, I will say there is one positive from this. Without this game, Vance had no chance of being fired while there was still a season left to salvage. 
So the silver lining being that it took a historically embarrassing <laughs> uh, watershed to get done what needs to get done in order for yeah. the Broncos to move forward. Maybe you're right on that. You know, you kind of default back to the everything happens for a reason. Maybe that's why this happened. Well, I'm so tired of fighting people on Twitter who won't admit that it's VJ or the defense's fault. And and now I think you're right, Doug. This leaves absolutely no doubt. Anyone who sees even a box score, you don't even have to even watch the game. You see a team allows 70 points. Okay, that's the issue. It's 100% of Broncos country realizing now that the defense is the reason why they are winless. Yeah, is what it is. Uh, Joe, what's up, brother? Appreciate your uh, symbolic super chat here. He says, that was the worst defensive performance I've ever seen in my life. Well, yeah, unless you were alive in 1966 and uh, you know old enough to have witnessed the game, that literally was the worst defensive performance anyone's ever seen in the NFL in 50 years. Think about that. He says, the defense gave up about 8 to 10 yards per play all game. Unbelievable. Sorry if I missed this, but realistically, how soon can VJ be fired? Love the show. Right now, realistically, on the heels of a historical watershed embarrassment, record points surrendered. Because, um, again, the Broncos, guys, even though it's not the all-time record of points given up, the Broncos have given up the, the two worst games ever defensively for Denver. One against the Chiefs, one against the Raiders. Everybody remembers that Jamarcus game. Set, uh, 59 points. So the Broncos did relinquish a team record 70 points. And if not for Mike McDaniel's mercy, it would have actually still been an NFL record. It's unfortunate that this game wasn't nationally televised. And I only say that because the last time the Broncos got destroyed in this fashion, it was the Rams game last year on Christmas Day. And what happened right after? Nathaniel Hackett was fired because everyone saw how bad they were and all the embarrassment was on a uh, countrywide, national, world, global level focused on the Broncos. You don't allow 70 points and get to keep your job. So again, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's an hour from now, whether it's four months from now, Sean Payton's going to have to nut up, look the reporters in the eyes, the camera in the, you know, look at the camera down center and say, I messed up. It was my mistake. I shouldn't have hired VJ and we're moving on and trying to rectify that. It's inevitable at this point. Uh, Jamal on Facebook. Appreciate the support, big dog. Thank you. Any topics or questions, get them in the chat. We got a little bit of time left. PJ Rivas. What's up, bro? Uh, appreciate you. My friend, he says, I've been a Broncos fan since 95. That's year, uh, year one. Yeah. Year one of the Shanahan era. And I have to say, this is the worst defensive performance I can remember. Topping last year's Xmas slaughter. I see VJ finishing the season, but let go at the end. I can't see any way, honestly, like, I don't know how Sean Payton could survive it. Like, think about this. We go back to the cold, hard, bottom line oriented capitalists that the Walton Penners are, right? That Walmart money. Um, they wanted they wanted accountability after that Christmas embarrassment. Hackett was dismissed became one of two coaches ever to be fired before his first year was even up in the NFL, in the Super Bowl era. He and Urban Meyer in the same, hey, you know, they're, they're two peas in a pod. I don't see that changing this time. I think they're definitely going to demand some blood on this, Zach. And I think Sean Payton has no no choice. And I think he'll willingly say, yeah, here's some blood. Here's Vance Joseph. Yeah, you know, to the, to the uh, gallows you go, my friend. 
It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when at this juncture. No one can deny that VJ uh, should be held accountable for what the defense has done and, and devolved to and what the Broncos' record is. So again, whether it's tomorrow or at the end of the year, he's going to make a change and he's going to, I guess, scapegoat to an extent VJ for how the Broncos' record turned out but it'd be the right move overall. Very rarely, Chad, do you scapegoat someone and also make the correct decision at the same time. Well said on that, bro. Uh, Naj, the Dolphins ran that stupid shuffle pass and toss, uh, tossed it to Mostert like 10 times, and the defense was completely clueless. I am just thankful Judy, Mims, Russ, and Javante didn't get hurt in that bloodbath. Fans deserve so much better. Yeah, and Sean Payton, like even, uh, I mean, we all knew this was over going into the third quarter, but even after like it became, you know, uh, temporally impossible, meaning time, you don't have enough time to score enough points to make, he still tr kept trotting Russ out there, right? Even the broadcasters were like, oh, interesting. I want, what do you think was the rationale be behind that? Just simply uh, showing the team we're not throwing in the towel, even though we have been embarrassed and utterly beaten. Um, what, what, what was he trying to do there? Cause Russ did take a few shots that were frankly unnecessary in the grand scheme. It reminded me of what the Giants did with Daniel Jones when they were getting uh, you know, dominated by the Cowboys 40-0 in week one. Daniel Jones, it was in a rainstorm too, and their starting quarterback was out there with a minute to go throwing passes. I think sometimes when you're a coach and you're getting embarrassed by an opposing coach, you want to salvage whatever pride you can. You don't want to really admit that your team got it beat as bad as the scoreboard would indicate. So you try to leave your players in and, and do something and make some progress. So I think it's an ego thing, a pride thing that a lot of teams do, not just Denver. Naj, love you, bro. Um, Mr. Told you. I didn't know the NBA started. What happened? Did the, the Joker didn't play? I know, right? The score you're going on. Huh? What? What? I feel you. Thank you for the super, uh, my friend. Rod O. Gibbo. What's up, dude? On Facebook. Was Vance Joseph just cheap or something? Are we on the hook for anything if we move on from him ASAP? Yeah, you'll be on the hook for his salary, but that's chump change. It doesn't count on the salary cap. I mean, that's money that the Walton Penners, if you check under the seats of their uh, their luxury sedans or limousines or whatever, that's fallen out of their pockets just in like the last uh, two weeks. No problem. That's not the issue. Um, so, yeah, money. I don't think VJ's financial ask, Zach, was a factor in this, honestly, and why he was the hire. I think it was for whatever reason, Peyton liked him. Okay. And when he liked him, he goes, all right, but there are, there are some red flags and obstacles to overcome. If I want to hire him, let's examine them. Former head coach, bad juju in Denver, going to get a lot of criticism, all this stuff. And this is, you got to assume because Sean Peyton loved him. He liked him as a, as a coordinator, respected him as a coordinator for whatever reason. Okay. He liked him enough to overcome all the negative trade-offs of hiring a guy who won, what was it, Zach, uh, 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 11 total games in two years and was one of the most scorned coaches of all time, bringing him back four years later. His view on him was enough to minimize all of that. I don't think that's – on some level it's true, but I think more this was a pride thing on Peyton. This was him going, I'm the smartest kid in class. I know the answers. I'm going to beat the teacher to the punch on this, and then everyone's just going to like stand up and applaud when I do. And uh, blew up in his face. 100%.
Coach's contracts aren't, you know, a public record, but I would be willing to uh, bet as well that he's not among VJ, uh, the top five coordinators. I think the appeal to coming back to Denver, number one, rectify a wrong, how he left the first time. And also he'd be given the power under Sean Payton. We've talked about this the last week of being the head coach of the defense. He would have full autonomy on that side of the ball. I don't know, coming off the the Bronco stint coming off the Arizona stint where he wasn't, you know, I guess he was uh, relieved of his duties. He was not going to find a similar opportunity elsewhere. And I, it made a lot of sense to him. He, he wants, he didn't he go to Colorado. See you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's that whole storyline as well. And just the power that he would have, I think was uh, more attractive than him or more attractive than the money to him about the Broncos job. Uh, from Adam Schefter, most yards in a game in NFL history, 1951, the Rams had 735 against uh, a Yankees team, an NFL team called the Yankees. 2023, Broncos uh, gave up 726 yards to the Dolphins. And then the Steelers, the, so in other words, this was the most yardage in a game given up, Zach, since 1958 when the Cardinals relinquished 683 yards to the Steelers. Then he goes on and lists the different points, uh, most points in a game. And yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely brutal, dude. It's it's tough sitch, guys. Doug Smith, this team, again, thank you, number two today, bro. He says, this team with Vance's defense was guaranteed a losing record. Do you want a loss so bad that it requires immediate change from Vance or nine more losses because of him, but closer games forcing us to retain him? No, 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 no. I think enough damage has been done that – you got nothing to lose anyway from firing Vance Joseph. If you're going, uh, we're going to blow it all up in the, in 2024, we're going to draft a quarterback in the top five. Cause we're going to be a top five worst team. Russ, we're, we'll just live with the brutal dead cap we're moving on from him. Like, even if that's the, the rationale, um, there might still Zach be, a. Of course, he's going to try. You got to. You got to be at least plausibly competitive. You got to at least go. Your players are. It's going to look like this every game in terms of energy and player pride and like all of that. If you don't do something now, and so then it's it really spins out of control to a point where you don't have scholarship, Zach. If you're Sean Payton, like yeah. this is already treading into eating into your scholarship to a point where fans like my phone right now is blown up from multiple either friends, family, acquaintances on my DMs, texts, etc., on social media and email saying fire Sean Payton. So like he can't really afford to, to get too cute here. Like, and also remember the penners don't care. They're bottom line oriented. They were, I'm sure told we're going to win this year. Yeah, of course. You know, we're going to fix this thing. You got to get some results, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Only thing I can really tack on to this, Doug, is um, I don't want to talk about losing so bad it requires immediate change or nine more losses, but the games are closer. You know what I want to talk about? What I want to see is winning. I don't care if the Broncos win and the games are blowouts or the games are by one point decided that way. I just want to see a winning product. I want to see the Broncos back to where they were for so long and not in the basement they reside in now. And it's, it's so sobering and depressing and disappointing to realize for yet another year, Chad, that they're nowhere near that level. You're muted. 
Mimosa J, thank you. I only feel apathy for this team now. It's a fun turn of events. Uh, uh, shout out VJ for helping me win my fantasy matchup by making Mostert, Mostert look like Barry Sanders. I know, dude. Uh, hopefully some of you had a, at least some solace in how your fantasy teams uh, might may have benefited today. Uh, we're about out of time, guys. Damien, thank you. So generous. He says, so this is what we get for giving up three first-round picks. Evero left for a reason. Bad front office decisions and the fact we haven't fixed the problem shows the front office is inept. Uh, post openings on Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't good for George Payton either, but at the end of the day, most of these moves that we're talking about being relevant to today, like they, many of them were either sanctioned by, by Sean Payton, Zach, or he was the ultimate decision maker in them. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's just a gumbo pot of crapola right now. It's bad. You can't blame George Payton for this. I mean, his, uh, power was stripped, uh, enormously after Sean Payton was hired. Sean Payton came in and built his coaching staff and his view. And he chose, I'm assuming a hundred percent with full autonomy VJ to be his guy. So yeah, as much as we have complimented and praised Sean Payton, and I obviously think he's a much better coach than VJ is a defensive coach. He's the one who picked him. So he has to definitely atone for his share of uh, responsibility in that decision. Uh, Michaela, Another super, she says, wow, we set records today. To boot, my brother is a Dolphins fan. I know my best friend is a Dolphins fan, so I'm, I'm, I've am I'm, already been dealing with it today on my, uh, on my phone hearing about it, so I feel your pain. Thank you, though, Michaela. Chad, thank you on Facebook, guys. I'm sorry we weren't able to spend as much time on, on Facebook, uh, getting the Facebook comments, but he says, horrible game. How embarrassing. We look horrible on both sides of the ball. I know it's brutal. It's brutal, but um, – we got to dip on out of here guys for, for now we got to go get some articles up covering what was said after the game and et cetera, et cetera. So before you dip on out, we do have a few messages for you. I did uh, sneak a peek at the press conference and uh, Sean Payton looked completely dejected, depressed, just fuming inside. So hopefully that would uh, lead us to believe that VJ's days are numbered in Dove Valley, but that was another great, regardless of the score, episode of the MHH podcast. If you're not doing so, please follow us on Twitter at the MHH pod. You can follow the main account on Twitter at mile high huddle, Chad at Chad and Jensen, myself at Kelberman NFL and Scott, our producer at scout Kennedy. If you guys want some merch, like we're always rocking each and every day, check out MHHmerch.com and get you some. If you haven't drop us a like at facebook.com slash mile high huddle pod. If you're on Instagram, you can follow us at mile underscore high underscore huddle. And be sure you're leaving your football pre-safe five-star review for a chance to win some of that merch each and every single month. But if anything, please subscribe, like, and share this video and every video you see on the MHH channel. It really helps us grow and reach more Broncos fans just like you. You know what I'm seeing here? There were a bunch of super chats that weren't showing up in our uh in our stream yard, like it showed Michaela's 200 club as the first one, but there was Jordan Taylor, Mike, David Spartan, uh, Patriot, EJ, Kyle Heckman, Frankie. Um, so real quick, Zach, I'm just going to read these off. We don't have time to address them, but I'm going to, I'm going to read these. I can't flash them on the screen, but I'm going to read these. Okay. Real quick. Appreciate you guys. Uh, huge. The stream was just like utterly 
uh, destroyed in terms of in a good way. Like we have, we had over 2000 people live concurrent and I don't know, StreamYard had a hard time keeping up with it. But Frankie said, I'm just doing my part to help keep the lights on through thick and thin, baby. Hashtag Buckham. Thank you, Frankie. Kyle Heckman said, how the naughty word does VJ look at the whole Dolphins roster, point to their punter and say, this a-hole isn't beating me. Uh, EJ, thank you, bud. Players need cut. Coaches need fired. And the scouting department needs overhauled completely. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I love it. Uh, is all that needs to be said about this dumpster fire called an NFL team. Patriot Techs, Broncos play Wizard of Oz on defense. No brains, no heart, no courage. Season over. Can we gut this glut of losers now? We've changed quarterback and coach. Guess what? It's been the roster the whole dang time. Rebuild it. MHH for life. Thank you, Patriot Techs. Spartan, Vance Joseph needs to go. I think they need to have a serious talk with VJ. Other than that, I'm not sure what to do. Uh, four more. David Wilder, good afternoon. I'm at a loss for words. VJ's costing us wins every week. He shouldn't be on the plane ride home. His defense is pathetic. Mike Edel, tired of VJ. He needs to go today. Sutton and JJ are losers. Uh, that's why Sean Payton tried to trade him. Very frustrating. Uh, a very frustrated longtime fan. Wow. This whole D needs to go, including Patrick Sertan. Great show. Thanks for letting me vent. Let's ride. Uh, Taylor Christensen, this defense is an absolute disgrace. And probably everyone needs to go besides Sertana VJ once again needs to be fired once for all. And then Jordan Lewis, what an absolute embarrassment. Zero excuse for how many points were given up. How does VJ keep his job complete and total disaster? So thank you guys. Uh, with that, just a quick sh couple shout outs. Michaela, uh, Ted. Uh, I didn't, I don't remember seeing Ted's either. Ted said, uh, I'm totally fine with nuking the roster at this point, not because there isn't talent, but because there's just way too much loser mentality. Uh, Addison, wow, all we can do is laugh. Guys, there's a lot. I'm we, we were last one, silent one said Mathis Turner yelling, Golden Boy, the Golden Boy PS2 celebrating tackles down 40. Uh, PS2's trade value evaporating. Um, guys, I'm seeing quite a few more on here that we didn't get, but we're out of time. So, Zach, any thoughts for uh, those super that I just read, and then we'll have to dip out. Nope. I agree with each and every one. I mean, how could you look at this game and not come away with harsh criticism about the defense and, and Vance Joseph? Uh, we got Tanner Hulse here saying 499 super. Thank you so much, Tanner. As always, I'm embarrassed. Vance needs to go. I mean, again, anyone who was kind of on the fence coming into this game about where the problem lied with the Broncos, there's no sitting on the fence. Now you're on one side and that's on the defense is the problem side. And the sooner they fire Vance, the sooner that problem is rectified. Uh, Jess, appreciate your super Phoenix. Yeah, we feel you. Uh, don't he says, uh, VJ still the DC next week. I'm out till the draft. Uh, we feel you on that, but uh, time will tell. But guys, uh, if you contribute tonight, you know, we love you, we appreciate you. If we didn't get to everybody, forgive us, we'll, we'll make up, make it up to you tomorrow. Uh, but we got to dip on out of here. Try to have a great rest of your Sunday. We'll see you tomorrow night. Take care, and as always, go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com.
Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.